everybody welcome back to hot drinks and good company the one and only radio show that combines hot fluids with hot discussion and averages a weekly listenership in the single figures however i have to say this week we actually have broken double figures which is very exciting hello hello How's it going? how are you doing pretty good so i think we should just dive straight on in after that intro which I enjoyed and introduced our guest or rather get him to introduce himself because I'm so sure he has many 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 things he wants to say across the next hour. Ed can you hear us? Hello guys thank you for having me. Wow uh, you've got such a radio voice already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and a radio face yeah, as well I often get told. <laughs> um, yeah those 11 listeners obviously listening for li- listening for me I feel well, you, yeah. you guys should thank me, really. Yeah, we do. We're very grateful. You should become a brand ambassador. <laughs> yeah, we would absolutely welcome any sort of advertisement if you were. <laughs> well, um, I have been trying to tell as many people um, in Durham about Star really? Radio and Hot Drinks and Good Company. Um, Excellent. Which is actually in preparation for my interview with Piers Morgan next week. What are you talking about? Well, I have the opportunity of going on Good Morning Britain. Sorry. Uh, if, uh, no, you um, don't. I didn't tell you. Sorry? Yeah, very exciting. Um, you could but totally be making this up. I just... I have a feeling that I shouldn't go. No, so the society that I um, help run in Durham... History and politics. History and politics, yes. Um, in preparation for our International Women's Day events... Um, you going to have to go on and talk about the Archiewell charity with Meghan and Harry, because that's what um, we're written at the moment. Well, you might have missed that in the Daily Mail and other tabloids. Doubt um, it. <laughs> true, actually. You are that trashy. Um, <laughs> we were in the news for apparently being woke, um, cancel culture-loving, um, free speech-hating um, students. Wow. Because... We didn't um, want Margaret Thatcher to be up on display um, in the centre of Durham, despite already having events dedicated to her. We were considered to be, yeah, woke. So Piers Morgan wants to interview us, which is very exciting. In conclusion, you should absolutely go on, because I just think that would be really fun. And Susanna Reid as well, you get both of them, two for the price of one. It would be an experience. I would just be made a complete fool of, which yeah. is why I thought I'd treat this interview as a, a preparation, really. Preparation. And if I can handle Louisa Campbell and Tabby <laughs> Nutt, then maybe just just then I might be ready for this well, You can take on anyone. Well, yeah, exactly. Too much. Can you explain to the listeners how you actually know us? Because people might be confused. Yeah, so uh, Louisa and I, we go way back to, to our school days, uh, which is very exciting. And... After your romance with Tabby um, began, you then promptly introduced me and um, we went skiing together in first year. Um, 
along with a few of your other St Andrews friends. And then I've come to stay in St Andrews a few times. We started the lockdown actually together. Yeah, the first say, ever lockdown. Almost a year ago. Oh my yeah. goodness, that was quite a time. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Wow. I know. I was trying to remember Ed the the very first time that we met, and I realised was skiing the first time that we met. That's quite bold. We ne- didn't know each other, and we were a whole week. Yeah. yeah. On the slopes, stuck in the mountains. I mean, that's how much Louise obviously backs me um, to well, invite me. Often, I hadn't met any of you guys, um, and now, and now look, look how close we are. Well, it, it, you know, it ended up that they were off skiing properly whilst we were just kind of nursery yeah. on I wouldn't even call them slopes basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, if I remember correctly we did actually knock over a whole the whole five children if I if I remember yeah yeah good <laughs> times good but, now time. we but now we can ski yeah, yeah. Um, such a shame okay. that things cancelled this year it is right let's get into it then so you know the people have spoken and just to reveal the figures to you um 75 percent of people voted the yorkshire tea was not the superior brand and 25 percent of people voted yes and i also really enjoyed looking at who voted yes because the vast majority of them are friends who live in yorkshire so <laughs> here you are i'm doing Piers morgan here's your chance to justify yourself why is yorkshire tea the superior tea I'm going to say straight up, that election is rigged. Um, it's rigged with, um, I, I would have called them friends, um, but now I know they're no longer friends who follow your account and know that the best way to infuriate a Yorkshireman um, is by lying to him. It, it, it's non-disputable. The York, Yorkshire tea is the best um, of the teas. I, can you name a better tea? Are you asking me questions here, Ed, when we asked you? Classic diversion technique. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't know what other the um there is. Tetley, which I believe is also from Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. fair. Uh, and is Yorkshire tea's poorer, less tasty cousin. What about PG Tips? Um. I really like Earl Grey as well, mm. and I hate the term PG tips, and I believe that it actually makes my stomach turn, um, just yeah. the very idea of PG tips. Well, there's also <clears throat> twinings. Yeah, I thought, so, so I thought you were going to come straight out with twinings. Um, I know that um, you girls are, are twinings girls, um, along with your Emma Bridgewater mugs and the Crusade pots. <laughs> Um, I thought twinings would be your aesthetic. Um, but no, Yorkshire tea has the depth of flavour, um, has the another right colour. Another classic tactic, Ed, compliment us. And then uh, it's the... Five, five minutes with Piers Morgan. We can <laughs> straight through your tactics. <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm going to go back then to me. The election Just was rigged. <laughs> Just to sort of um, gauge... Gauge the validity of your of your claim. Would you say that you have tasted enough different kinds of tea to conclude that Yorkshire tea is the best, or are you one of those who just decides from the very beginning that Yorkshire tea is the best, and so you don't even really give anyone else a chance, or have you actually really given the other brands a chance? 
Tabby, thank you for asking me such a delightful question. Tabby, you're such a Susanna. Not only <laughs> have I actually done tea tasting um, on my travels internationally um, with a good friend of ours, Mr. Harry Letts, um, but I've also unfortunately been offered PG tips on multiple occasions. Um, and had to suffer through as I drink the PG tips with too much milk. And it's just disgusting. It, it actually, it's like warm water. And actually, I quite like warm water. Somehow they've made warm water taste worse, which, yeah, that, that's as bad as it gets. Okay, so I'm hearing kind of quite quite sweeping generalizations. Can you take can you sort of unpick that a little bit more? What is it about PG tips that makes it so disgusting? Because is there really that much to a tea bag and hot water that can make the difference? What is it that makes the difference? It it's depth, really. And what PG dip tips does is it touches your tongue and you think, wow, this might be Yorkshire. And then it just stops there. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a teaser. It's just a little teaser. And you then have to then just w drink this warm teasing, which really all you want at that stage is a proper cup of Yorkshire tea. Okay, interesting. I think that we should have a, a blind tasting where you are given a PG tips and a Yorkshire tea and see if you can actually tell the difference. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do the next time we're together and we'll see. The other question that I want to ask about though is um, milk. How much of it, what type? Because I know you're very passionate about um, full fat cows, which is controversial for this show. It's well, exactly. That's why um, I, th I think you pretty much said it. A splash of full fat cow's milk. Um, I also go for semi-skimmed if my housemates have rebelled um, and decided to buy semi-skimmed. It's a bit of a controversial topic, actually. Um, everyone agrees that full fat tastes better, um, but my housemates believe that semi-skimmed tastes good enough and is better for you, which, well... That's ongoing. But no, unlike a lot of your other guests who normally milk almonds um, into their um, beverages and other strange objects, um, I love the full fat cow's milk. Um, absolutely love it. I think it's got all the goodness you need to start the day. Um, it is natural, um, has no preservatives in. If it's off, it's off. If it's on, it's bloody good. Um, and I also live next to a dairy farm. So while the others have turned to drinking oats and almonds, um, I feel like I have to drink even more milk to keep my neighbour afloat. To make uh, up for it. And to keep my beautiful countryside looking the way it does. Yeah. You've got a fair You're point. Such a, a Yorkshire farmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's a question then, you know, you're such an ambassador for Yorkshire tea, tea generally, but what about if you go to a coffee shop? We ask this to all the guests that are here on here talking about tea. What would you order? Because also let's talk about the fact that you're from Yorkshire. It doesn't just mean you love tea. It means you're extremely stingy. So <laughs> you're not going to a coffee shop and paying £1.80 for hot water. So what do you order in the coffee shop? Well, Yorkshire is home to um, some f fantastic tea rooms. Um, most notably, Betty's Tea Rooms. Have you ever been to Betty's Tea Rooms? I have, indeed. Um, I've never heard of it. Please, please tell me more. Well, Betty's is a um, Swiss Yorkshire 
tea house um and coffee house and eatery um almost i feel yeah and and eatery it's a cafe it's a good old-fashioned cafe um -hmm. there are i think three of them across yorkshire um maybe maybe four and harrogate yeah york harrogate north allerton um and north allerton is my nearest town um and actually, funny story, the day I was born, my dad went to, my dad went to um, Betty's um, and had himself a full English breakfast. Um, <laughs> that's how close to the hospital uh, Betty's is. Uh, anyway, yeah, what would I order? That's a good question. Um, I'd have to be a pot of tea. And because Betty's is the Yorkshire tea house, they're not stingy. Um, and therefore, they give you about three cups for the price of one. Mm. um and that is how it should be i think really um you might go for your five pound coffee Actually, i have no idea how much coffee costs to be honest but you might About go for five coffee and i'll be there laughing on my one pound fifty for three cups of tea dreaming mm. okay. i have to say although a, a mug of tea in a cafe is a bit of a rip-off you can sometimes get a pot and it does feel like value for money when you're you know pouring yourself three or four cups mm. so i can i can understand it, exactly um and e- even better than that there's a cafe in durham um where when i'm working i don't actually like to have too much caffeine you, you girls know that um i know that sounds um perhaps a shock to some of your listeners um who are no doubt addicts um and so i often go for the girly fruity teas um and it, with those they're very happy just to keep on topping them up with hot water um so i, I I'm, I'm laughing i spent all day just drinking um lemon and ginger and living the high life wow <laughs> love it on that note perhaps before we go to the first song can you just give us a little indication as to your relationship with caffeine and in particular coffee uh, what do you mean my relationship well you have tried coffee before definitely I, I couldn't like label the exact time but I'm sure that I've been around you before where you have had it and it just hasn't gone well I often people have coffee in the morning um and um I all I need to do is read a bit of um, philosophy in the morning to get me out of bed. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, in particular. Um, a coffee instead, it gives me the shakes um, and it gives me the trots, to be honest. Um, and I learned this the hard way when I first got into coffee. Um, my first soiree was um, working for a startup on my gap year. Um, and the boss came in and ordered everybody a coffee from um apparently a really good barista near, nearby and not wanting to look like a fool i was like yeah sure let's i'll get i'll get a coffee and the only coffee that i i really knew about was an americano um and so i asked for an americano and he looked at me and he was like yeah man you're a man who knows his coffee <laughs> cut all the crap out americana is the way to go um and I, from that point on i couldn't say no to the coffee i i was known as the americano man for some reason it came with a lot of 
a lot of yeah good good sort of rep around the office I have um, to say if you go straight in with an Americano that is immediate street cred in the coffee world yeah 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 um I, I've heard that from you guys actually since then um it also I mean I, I was doing very a very boring job but it just meant that I was so hyper um <laughs> my first ever coffee and after that yeah it was fun days luckily the toilet was very nearby <laughs> um, okay on, on that note let's go to the first song ed do you want to introduce your song oh it's my song um uh it's friday i'm in love by the cure that's Great. an interesting choice what made you pick that oh bugger off um well monday was blue um tuesday and wednesday two um and yeah thursday i really needed a poo isn't that how it goes um, that means that friday i must be in love that's how it goes here it is delightful yeah good song good song choice i enjoy it what a cracking song favorite by the cure your first is boys don't cry wrong Ooh. Yes, oh, yes. oh, I know, I know. Um, How to Save a Life. No. That's by the fray. That's not <laughs> by the cure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Any I fully know this. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, um, 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 just like heaven. That's what it's called. That's what yeah. I was going for, but my my head said just like heaven, and my mouth said how to save a life. Same difference. Yeah, my my, my question is, do we know um, any other songs by the Cure other than those three? Yeah, uh, I can't say that I do. Something to do with a cat. I'm not. Yeah, you're, you're also on Spotify right now, Louisa. No, I'm not. I have a feeling that they may be a, a three hit wonder kind of kind of band. That's it. No, they released loads, pretty pretty prolific. Um, and these these crackers are depth, uh, very deep in their um in their albums. You wouldn't you wouldn't know it. Oh really? Yeah. Fun fact. Friday, really I'm good. in love always reminds me of About Time. Ed, you've seen About Time, haven't you? Of course, one of my favorite films. That's why I knew it. It's a pretty good film. One of the Hello, have we cut off? Sorry, hello. <laughs> We're all just going just... back for a second. Have we lost yeah. Ed? Ed? Probably taking an emotional moment to think about about time. Well, this is the moment in the Piers Morgan interview where he just pretends he's having technical issues because he can't hack it anymore. Yeah, because he can't handle the heat. <laughs> the heat of the interview. <laughs> he's saying, can you not hear me? Ed um, what? We oh, cannot. I can't. He's probably talking to himself and no one can hear him. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't. Sorry, Ed. He can probably hear us. His laptop is frozen, which is of no surprise to me because he's had the same one since he was 12. So let's just give him five to ten minutes to... <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah, quite literally. Um, yeah, he says the, the old Toshiba is giving up on him, which, again, is no surprise to me. 
So we'll give him five to ten minutes. We could play your song if you want. Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay, so um, my song choice this week is another little cheeky one from um, my fave podcast, Song Exploder. Um, and a little snippet of a, a fun fact about this one is um, so the song is Closing Time by Semisonic, and the lead singer, Dan Wilson, wrote the song basically just because his fellow band members, John and Jacob, wanted a song to end their sets with. Um, so it's the perfect like ending of a, of a band set. However, at the same time, Dan Wilson was, um, his wife was expecting uh, a child and he started kind of like seeing parallels with closing time and leaving um, a bar and like the harsh lights coming up and everyone having to face reality with like, transitioning from being in like a dream like fetal world and then suddenly bam you're in the real world and it's all bright lights and and excitement which I thought was a very interesting and quite funny um parallel anyway um a little fun coincidence is that he um the day that the hospital decided that he could take his daughter home um he got in the ambulance and the ambulance driver who was driving them home um was like I shouldn't say this, but are you the guy from Semi Sonic? And your song that's like um, "Take Me Home" literally just played on the radio, and that was like the first day that they released the song, um, which is fun. So you can listen and imagine um, not just leaving a bar, but also being burst into this lovely world. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Um. Oh, Eddie, back. I'm back. I'm back. Ooh, yeah, well, yay. the Tosh uh, had to restart. Um, just before we carry on chatting, uh, Finn Galloway just messaged me and asked, who is this song by? I'm very much enjoying it. And just to make it clear, that is a huge compliment because in the eight years I've known Finn, she doesn't really listen to music, maybe a couple of songs. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm so flattered. It's, it's a bad semi-sonic. Closing nice. time. It's great, isn't it? Oh wow, Finn. I'm honestly I'm flattered. Good. Great song. Um, Ed, you're back. I'm um, back. We want to ask you a question we ask a lot of um our guests, which is if you could drink your drink of choice in any setting with any company, could you describe it to us? Yeah, I can. And actually it is a little wet. Um because Yorkshire tea is what happens when you walk into a house, right? You walk in anywhere and people ask, can, can I get you a cup of tea? And then they, they then look at you, Louisa, and your face drops. And they go, all coffee? But in the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, it, it, it's what happens, right? Um, and it's a very homely feel. It's the it's best way of being welcomed, welcomed in. Um, and so the best place, I think, um, to drink um, a cup of Yorkshire tea, um, a pot of Yorkshire tea even, is sharing it with uh, some good friends. Um, sadly, your house doesn't have any Yorkshire tea, if I remember correctly. Um, and so it makes my welcomes always very awkward. Um, but hopefully when um, things are back to normal, I can be there with uh, some close friends. Um, and some delicious Yorkshire tea, and oh, perhaps even some cake. Mm, lovely. Fruit cake and Wednesday cheese. Oof, can't get better than that. Hello. 
Uh, Ed, maybe you should travel around with a couple of emergency Yorkshire tea tea bags in your pocket just for that kind of occasion. Well, that's what I was going to say, because, I mean, this is all very well and good for the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Ed, as you said. But what about when you go abroad? What do you do? Because, you know, you love to go on holiday. You've been to a lot of very cool places. And I doubt that the welcome party is always Yorkshire tea. Well, funny you say that. It's not always Yorkshire tea, but it is quite often tea. Um, do, do you know what I'm getting at here, Louisa? I do. I do. Um, one example. For a little context um, for our listeners, when Louisa and I had just finished school, rather than going into railing, well, she'd already gone into railing without me, um, we went to Greece and Turkey. Um, and ever this, the stingers we are um, and lovers of travelling, we arrived in Istanbul on an overnight bus um at six in the morning um and short of time we went straight into the culture vulture tourist activities um and as we are walking along the old walls of constantinople um at about 6 30 in the morning this strange turkish man approaches us um and starts sort of speaking at us now, believe it or not, Louisa, my Turkish isn't that good. Um, and Louisa and Violet, who we were also travelling with, um, they both looked at me like, oh, my God, we might die. <laughs> um, but after um, a bit of time, it turned out the man was just asking us for tea. Um, and it's a great Turkish tradition, very similar to the one um, I was just describing of the the Turks welcoming people in um, with a cup of um, a glass of Turkish tea. And so that's what we did, isn't it, Louisa? It is. His name was Murat. He was a very nice man. And we sat on like a little plastic bench in, I guess, what was his garden? No, no, he he was a bus driver. It was the bus driver's depot. He was a bus driver. Um, Against the the old walls of Constantinople, which was actually very cool. It was. Um, And we took a photo to memorialise... our experience um but Louisa refused to post it on the insta um <laughs> because apparently at 6 30 in the morning after an overnight bus none of us were looking your best. well now no. you've told the story maybe i'll post it for the listeners afterwards just so you can maybe imagine i don't think i've ever seen this picture so i would love to see it and i think all our listeners would too i was i was wearing my sun bucket hat because you know how i do in the sun so i had to buy from a charity shop like an explorer's hat so that i would be protected fashion icon I think you mean um and we'd lost one member of the trip at this point because he got fed up of us yeah yeah (laughs) so we're one man down this was after um our breakfast um in the bus depot that that we'd gone into um and a a man had, had walked up to us and asked us what we wanted for breakfast um and um Ever the uh, traveller and communicator, um, I went full blown, was pointing. Um, my Turkish, as I said, isn't isn't very good, um, and it, it turns out that his English was even worse than my Turkish. <laughs> um, and so I looked, I made eye contact with him, and we both just said yes um, before he got his English speaking friend, which much to the amusement of Louisa and my travelling companions. Is now a joke. Anyway, he ended up bringing us some dodgy food. Some of us were in the best mood. 
But I agree that Turkish tea culture is um, a little bit similar to Yorkshire tea culture. It was always very nice that wherever we were, we would be invited in for a little, also a nice amount of tea. Because mm. if you were hot, you'd have to stay for an awkward amount of time and try and navigate the language barrier. But it's just a little, little um, kind of glass of tea. So it always actually worked very nicely. Um, anyway, another question that we have, Tabs, what did you say you were you were keen to ask Ed about his new potential um, business venture? Yeah, so I I want to backtrack a little bit and talk more about your girly fruity tea endeavors. Tell us more. Well, well, um, as I'm one of four boys, and um, I I can give my mother um all the credit really for getting me into fruity girly teas um she has different names for them which are a little ruder um and not very pc um but yeah fruity girly teas are um things like lemon and ginger which is my favorite um mint um fennel all those ones with nice squirrels on and taste of fruit and girls apparently um and well they are without caffeine which is uh, a big bonus as you've already heard of my how i am with caffeine um and um you can also this is this is this is my um business business uh, idea you can also add alcohol to them um and make delicious drinks um so the idea i had was a really quick way of making a hot toddy so a hot toddy um is i think it's sort of a, a celtic drink um it's very old actually um and it's basically it's lemon ginger and whiskey um mm-hmm. and this is the drink that i go to when i'm ill um but it's also the best way to end a night um because some people find whiskey a little too much on its own um and you add the lemon ginger and a little bit of hot water and it just wow just just wow that does sound lovely that sounds very warming very warming you were recently quite ill weren't you and this this (laughs) did the trick (laughs) (laughs) what's the name of the the disease that you had Ed? um I had a, a COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. <laughs> wow. um, Lucky you. And it's funny you say that this drink did the trick. Um, this drink, along with a few other drinks, did not do the trick. Um, <laughs> and we were isolating as a house um, at university, and everybody apart from me and my um, stellar immune system um, had caught um corona and i was doing everything in my um toolkit i could to catch it because we wanted it all to be over and done with um and there are thankfully very few serious cases under the age of 25 um i I wasn't just being very responsible but um about 10 days into um maybe eight days into our isolation when we hadn't seen anybody else other than at the doorstep, then dropping things off um, from a distance. Um, I well, we all decided to have um, a big night, big night as a house. It was actually off. We realised we hadn't actually been as a house together yet, and we hadn't properly sent it. Um, so we decided to 
send it in as students do um which and my night ended as as many a good night with a hot toddy um and lots of whiskey um and i think i might have also been sick it turns out that um the symptoms were just starting um so i was on my early stages of covid-19 and i woke up the next day um and didn't get out of bed for 2 days um which even for me recorded my birthday video i was that just going to exactly. say i think this intersected beautifully with me being like, Ed, please can you send the most energetic possible video of you dancing around for Lou's birthday video? And I received in response <laughs> with thankfully the context that you were ill, but the video that I received, I think the only thing in your body that was able to move was like your one foot <laughs> was just going up and down. I could see in your soul that you were really going for it, but the actual movement was pathetic <laughs> inside i was dancing yeah definitely um that's a video that i hope never to see again and never to see anywhere please don't put it on any social media it's awful well that's not happening you bring back that that photo from me in that church to haunt me every year for my <laughs> birthday so check me <laughs> which is also on the same night louisa as, as the same morning as the turkish tea it was i was just overwhelmed by everything yeah <laughs> Um, okay, Ed, I want to return when we started and talk about the potential of you being on Good Morning Britain tomorrow, because I'm guessing even if you're not going on, someone else will be from history and politics. So actually, the whole team have said no. Um, <laughs> and they've then left me the opportunity to say yes. They've said, oh, yeah, no um, if, if you want to then the opportunity is there sometime next week um yeah, who do you know that watches it anyway apart from me like it'll be fine do you actually watch good morning britain no i don't watch it you do actually read the daily mail though no i don't and the daily express Absolutely. just occasionally as a as a real special treat just occasionally, as, a, as a real treat no of course she can't tantalize um, herself too often this is not true. But if you if you do end up going on, I think that it would be quite funny. So can you give a preview to our listeners as to what the debate would actually be about? Um, it is on whether Margaret Thatcher is an inspirational woman. Um, and I'm being brought in as a woke student. Um, and I mean, we've all seen these interviews. Um, it doesn't matter really what my real opinion is. Piers Morgan will just go for you, um, Ooh, and you will. Nice. I will become that woke student. Which, for the listeners that don't know, um, I am not always that woke, um, and actually quite like Margaret Thatcher. Um, I think she does have her merits as well as her downsides. So, so it would be a very interesting debate, I think. So I think you should go yeah. on. I definitely think you should. It's just at the beginning when you said my interview with Piers Morgan tomorrow, my head went to as if you'd been invited on Piers Morgan's life stories, which <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> those who have had like quite notable life achievements. <laughs> slightly confused, but this clears yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> go on, on. Yeah, I, I, no, it's not an hour and a half. It's probably a minute, and it's live as well. That's the Crazy thing. That's the fun of it. 
Well, if you do end up going on, um, I think you should definitely give credit where it's due to um, us preparing you for the experience and, and tell the whole of Britain, as well as saying good morning, you could also tell them that they should all tune in to the best radio show of the whole of Fife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know where the, where the real entertainment is. And if they haven't cut me by then, then, yeah, they'll probably cut me when I bring up um, Piers Morgan's time as editor of Daily Mail um, yeah. and other scandals that he's been involved in. Well, I'm very surprised they have the airtime for you with all of the um, Harry and Meghan drama going on at the moment, Ed. You should actually feel quite privileged. <laughs> Thank you, Louisa. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, know, you know how to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's wrap things up on, on the tea front. I mean, you argued your case. I don't know if I'm wholly convinced. I conclude that, that a cup of tea is a cup of tea. What I did like about your argument, though, is the idea that it's it's nice to share at home a teapot with friends. So if that means that it's Yorkshire tea, so be it. Well, guys, once again, um, I'm amazed by your anti-tea bias. The nation's favourite drink um it started a revolution in america um and you know better informed to um to have a, a say on tea but i do recall a few weeks ago you saying that i can't remember whether it was on air or not but that you can't you genuinely can't tell the difference between types of tea bags okay so my my stance on tea is that i am a massive massive fan i drink copious amounts but my love for tea is also a love for the diversity of tea. Like, I just love any tea. You could give me absolutely any kind of bag in hot water and I would enjoy it. So, and I also cannot, for the life of me, actually tell the difference between the different teas. So, I don't know if I'm convinced by your argument that Yorkshire tea is noticeably better i would love to see you taste it blind and actually be able to distinguish i, know, I definitely would uh, I, I completely agree actually with you tabby i think i think tea is the real winner today um coffee as much as i could talk for hours about the coffee house um currently doing a project on it um and coffee housing it's the, it's the gossiping that makes coffee good tea actually though is the superior the method substance yeah of gossiping right Totally, totally. People can definitely still gossip over a cup of tea. I'm sure of it. Yeah, that's why they say spill the tea. That's very true. Yeah, you're right. No one ever says spill the coffee. The exact no. spirit of, of, of this show, spilling all the, all the best kinds of tea. I just mm. remembered something. At, at school, Ed used to quite often um, win, basically the, the people that would try hardest um <laughs> would win as a reward at the end of every like half term vouchers for coffee shops and it was always so great because ed never wanted his vouchers but he'd always win so i would just get them <laughs> people. so for a while i had like 10 cafe nero vouchers in my purse from oh ed's my god wins. Oh, that is actually i was about to say that's completely fake we would get amazon vouchers um no Cafe Nero, 100%. But, Sometimes Costa. Yeah, you're right. In the end, it would be Cafe Nero. Um, not for trying hard, actually for excellent work, can I say. <laughs> it's a, there is a difference. I think they actually labelled it outstanding effort. Um, it was definitely mm, on effort, not attainment, 100%. Yeah. 
there's definitely a, a, a big difference between those two things. My teachers and I, we had a, we knew what it was really for, right? And in return, Louise, I think you sometimes bought me a pint. So it was a, yeah. I Winners don't, I don't regret it in the slightest. It was a fair deal. That's, that's a lesson for you kids out there, guys. Um, try hard and you get free beer. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how life works. <laughs> Well, um, I can't believe it's almost been a year since you were up here for, for the ball. The last year before COVID. Um, Probably my favourite event of 2020. I Me have too. to agree with you. Although yeah. you embarrass yourself a bit, Ed. Um, too, much, too much wine before dinner. Yeah, I did blackout twice, which quite impressive, actually. You still did a fantastic job of remembering the actual reels, though. I was very impressed. Thank you, Tabby. Thank no you. amount of yeah. alcohol can come between you and any kind of dashing white sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that willow was well and truly stripped. Stripped. Consider the willow stripped. Yeah. <laughs> In an Arcadian fashion, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of fun, and I look forward to coming up again very soon. Yeah, 100%. We look forward to welcoming you back as soon as possible. And the invitation is always open for Durham as well. So next time you head south, stop on we by. Hang out with all the wokest students. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I think that we should probably wrap things up because it's that time of the morning again. Thank you very um, much for having just me. Quickly, before we finish, Ed, I'm officially laying down the gauntlet for you to pick up. I would really love to see you blind tasting tea and actually being able to prove your commitment to Yorkshire tea. Take with that what you will. Tabby, um, I will procrastinate right now. Go downstairs and have a blind t- taste no, test that's with my not allowed. You you can't do it when we're not there to witness because you'll cheat. It it you'll needs to be it. it needs to be I would say live um, viewing for um, validity and verification. I mean, yeah. if you want to give me access to your Insta page, I will happily um, have a live session. Um, to be fair, if you're going on Google Street tomorrow, it might not be the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> might gain us a few followers. <laughs> this is very true. Well, yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having thank me, guys. I'm glad we managed to pin you down in your busy, busy schedule. It's um, been a joy. Yes. I know that you, you try and tune in where possible, so, you know. Well, uh, yeah, that's, that's why I know your anti-tea bias um, is strong and real. Um, Good stuff. But thank you guys for having me. And yeah, I think we've done tea all the justice it deserves. Back to yeah. oat milk lattes. Excellent. <laughs> Back to squeezing those almonds. Yeah, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. All right, well, I'll finish with a, a little song then. This is There's Still Light in the House. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's a bit of a tune. Thanks, everyone, for listening in and tune in again next week. See you all next week.